M-A-T-C-H-U-P. Matchup, matchup, matchup. Welcome to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. It is a Tuesday edition of Snappy Jays, and the only word that's in my mind is matchup, baby. Ryan Day. Is that one word or two? It's one word. Okay. I've seen it both. But you can, well, it's different if it's a noun or a verb. Context. A matchup is is a noun. Matching up, match up with, that's a verb. Very important lesson. Ohio State is matching up with Notre Dame on Saturday night. In a matchup. In a matchup that the whole world is waiting for. Here comes Saturday night. That's Bill Landis, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. It's a talent-equated game, Bill. You excited? It sure is. I'm, I am very excited. I think this is going to be an, an excellent game. Um, and I think Ryan Day believes that, too. Ryan Day is expressing a whole, well, I shouldn't say a whole lot. He's pretty confident in this team right now, right? I think that was the my, my vibe from list, listening to him on Tuesday was, he feels like he figured something out about his group, and it's Western Kentucky. I guess there is danger in making too much of it, but he challenged them to like play the best they play, to fly around, and they did that. And I think them responding the way they did emboldens him for this game in South Bend. Yeah. I mean, I said it on Monday multiple times. I don't think this is a matchup game. I My biggest concern is that Ohio State will talk itself into it being a matchup game, which Ryan mm. Day has a tendency to do sometimes when he starts to get a little bit too Lou Holtzy about his opponent and gives them a little bit more respect than they need. I understand Notre Dame is a good team. They are they are a legitimate top 10 team in the country. But when you are talking talent, one through four in the country, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, maybe find someone else, I don't care. Uh, Michigan that was generous point. of you to include Why Alabama? is Alabama in that uh, Because list. they still have more talent than most teams in the country do, even if they're struggling right now. Those teams on a on – a, any given night should win this game seven or eight times out of ten. Alabama? Yes. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Sorry. You watch them? Yeah. They stink, bro. Uh, they're, they're not good right now, but they have more talent than nearly everyone in the country, and they'll figure it out because that's what Nick Saban does. Three losses. But point is, you, uh, the okay. point is <laughs> Ohio State needs to respect Notre Dame but not over-respect Notre Dame because this team is not as good as Ohio State. I don't think they are ta- – I because I have heard similar talking lines in the past and, like, myself gotten fearful of it. You're talking yourself into this being something that it is not. I did not come away from that. I, I didn't come away with it yeah. today, but I, I do see that there's, like – Jim Knowles had a, a very different vibe about things than Ryan Day did today, in my opinion. Knowles seemed a lot more, like – Worried and introspective, and all oh, they do this. It's a this. way better offense. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, I think, but, Dave, but Dave was kind of loose today, I thought. Because I don't think that he has any concerns about Notre Dame's defense stopping Ohio State. I mean, that I, is, I think that's the difference for me. But how can you not? They scored 21 points against Notre Dame a year ago with CJ Stroud at quarterback and had one of their stuff also got completely blown up by There's Jackson five games in Ryan Day's tenure at Ohio State where they didn't have 400 yards of offense. And that's you, one of them. You saw the game. Like, you know the the reasons just, why that happened. I know, but like that's doing the thing where he's. That's confidence. This is yeah. Berm's vibe check. It's a big game. It's a big game. Drop it that's confidence. <laughs> that's confidence for Notre Dame. They're going to go into it saying, hey, we can stop these guys. We've done it before. Boy, when. <laughs> It's 5 o'clock on Saturday. Flash flash forward right here. Cut to Ryan Day walking into Notre Dame Stadium and being like, Burb, why are you scared, bro? I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't think Notre Dame is as anywhere near as good as Ohio State. I don't, I, I'm not concerned. I don't have any nerves about you this. Seem like you're the way he's I'm, talking. I'm yeah. concerned that Ohio State is going to believe that they are, and they're not. That's, well, that's a concern. You just said you're concerned. That's all we're saying. You're going it's BGB on us. Not a concern for me, personally, because <laughs> I think – Ohio State should win this game by three scores. But you're worried they're not going to. Correct. 
Yeah. Because I think they're going to talk themselves into okay. believing they have to play tight. Got it. Okay. Bill, what other things did we learn aside from the vibe check? Uh, I don't know. I felt like a lot of vibes. There was not a, not a whole lot of football talk in there. Ryan Day was, I, I thought, while, while loose and not tight, still rather short with his answers. Um, I do think, like, he was asked about the, the 2021 Oregon game, C.J. Stroud and what he said about putting too much on the plate of, of C.J. in that game, and he, like, sort of brushed it aside. And this one, he said, well, whatever it takes to win the game is what we're going to do. I do think that the way that Kyle McCord has sort of built up and gotten better each week, and they've given him more and more, and I think he's been pretty good with his decision-making, aside from, like, the interception he threw against Indiana. Um, I think there's a reasonable amount of confidence from Ryan Day in Kyle McCord to show up on Saturday and be be ready for what he's about to experience, which, I, you know, if this was week one, that certainly would not be the case. But I think these three games leading up to this really helped. I, this is the way that I understand the message, and I think that it's getting lost in translation. When Ryan Day is talking about C.J. Stroud against Oregon and putting too much on his plate, I don't think he means, ah, playbook was too big or we threw too many times. I think he means... The defense sucked, and C.J. Stroud had to go win by himself. I think he means that, and they couldn't run the ball. Those two things. And it's not, I think the interpretation for many, not everybody, and and the way that I'm taking is he's not saying that C.J. wasn't prepared to make the throws because he threw for 480 yards in that game. And if the, a pass interference flag had been thrown in the fourth quarter, maybe the game would have, the outcome would have been different. I, I think that the stress was he had to be perfect in week two it wasn't that he didn't understand the, the play calls or the reads or where to go or didn't have the athletic ability to make those throws. It was that the defense didn't adjust to one play that was going around right end and forced him to change his coordinator after two weeks of the season. I think that was the things that were being asked of C.J. Stroud were not, can you process information or can you pick apart Oregon's secondary? Because he did that for the most part. But you still don't want Kyle McCord to have to throw the ball 50 times this week. Well, I, of course not. Unless he's like 48 to 50. Then that's fine. Yeah, then you're cool. <laughs> that's fine. That's totally <laughs> But I think cool. the yeah. point is you have to find balance in this offense. Yep. And the Buckeyes did it last week. They had struggled a little bit with that the first two weeks against, you know, Indiana and uh, Youngstown State. So you're like, hey, there shouldn't be a problem with balance in those games. And then there was. So you, you feel a little bit better coming out of last week. The offensive line has played three weeks together. They are gelling a, a bit. Um, certainly their best game as a group oh, was a week ago. But again, Western Kentucky played two defensive ends or two defensive linemen most of the game. They do a lot of mixing up stuff and sending guys from other directions. But this is a game where Notre Dame has six or six of their fr- front seven is very veteran. They're grad trans or grad students. Like this is a team that you're not going to go out there and confuse them. So you're going to have to go out there and abuse them. Abuse, mm-hmm. not confuse. And I, you know, is Ohio State ready to do that is is ultimately where this comes down. Because if you do that, you do take stuff off Kyle McCord's plate, and then you let him play more free and loose and, and you know, loosey-goosey with the juicy. Not loosey-goosey. I think loosey-goosey is bad. Just loose. No goose. Loose, not goose. Leave the goose. Leave the goose. Abuse. Off. Confuse. Loosey-goose. Loose and no goose. Uh-huh. What you got against the gooses, bud? <laughs> loose, no goose, with the juice. There you go. Bring the juice. Turn it loose. And then abuse, but don't, you're not going to confuse. <laughs> then ride the caboose. Um, Berm, what else did we learn? Uh, I mean, uh, Jim Knowles confirmed what I really thought about the Jordan Hancock Sunny Style single week ago, which is it's going to be based on matchups, and it, they don't really seem to have a whole lot of concern about how many reps Sunny played. He played 27, so it's not like he didn't play at all. 
Um, That's he, less than half. I was surprised by that. I was surprised he was playing in the fourth quarter when they were up 63 to 10 because I think you could put literally anyone else in there at that point. He needs reps, though. I know, but I would have put yeah. Jaden Bonsu in there. You know, yeah, but Sonny is more important than those guys, and he needs a play. I get it. I get that. <laughs> Wait, but like, how are all those things true at the same time? I don't get it. <laughs> they are all true at the same time. I know. But, like, come on. It's 63 to 10, and there's four minutes to go in the game against Western Kentucky. They have their backup quarterback in. They're running the ball. They're not trying to score. Like, just put Bonsu or or Hartford or someone else out there in that moment, and don't let both of those guys have been or, working through injuries. Or Cedric Hawkins or Ryan, yeah, Ryan Turner. Too, Ryan Turner, like find someone else to put in that spot. Okay, that's all. I mean, eh, whatever. Sonny's going to play a lot this week. I'm not worried about. Sure it. is. Yeah, a little mischievous grin from Jim Knowles about that. Like, isn't isn't there more? Like Mitchell Melton, Sonny Styles, and he's like. Hey, you'll see. That was the yeah. most telling part. I, I think, think it's a big game for Sonny because of the the frequency which, with which I think Notre Dame will use two tight ends, and also they, I don't they have Chris Tyree in the slot as like a former running back and he's pretty fast. Like I don't I don't know that I want Sonny covering him, but Sonny on a tight end all day. I, like they they did some of that with him last year. All I think he's day, son. I think he's built for it. Um, <laughs> Me, if he were if he Jim Knowles were ever going to use the uh, fabled Jack position. This would be the week for it, so we'll see, I guess. They should call that the werewolf position because it doesn't exist. Werewolves exist. Whatever. No, they don't. Wow. Huh. I'm a true believer. What's your favorite werewolf? Team Edward over here. My favorite clearly. werewolf is, yeah. uh, is uh, the guy. Uh, who's the guy who was married to Sofia Vergara? He was on True Blood. That guy. That's my favorite Joe werewolf. Mangiello. Joe Mangiello. That's my favorite werewolf. Couldn't even keep Sofia Vergara. Yeah, What's up? He's though? a werewolf, though. You said you were Team Jacob? No, Benicio del Toro was the best. Oh werewolf. yeah, and the Wolf, the Wolfman. Yeah. yeah. What about Michael J. Fox? Oh yeah, Team Wolf. I mean, not Jason Bateman and Team classic. Wolf too, though. That's a classic. But <laughs> the point is, when you have this many movies about a position uh-huh. that doesn't exist, you wonder: Are they ever going to use it? And the movie Jack sucked. Just want to throw that one out there. That's a movie inside a movie. A simple Jack. That's what we need right now. No, is the simple Jack position. Jack. Oh, like the Robin Williams movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about simple Jack. No, 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 I wasn't talking about that. We need the simple Jack position this weekend to be deployed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, Ugh. snap judgments. We, we, <laughs> we had a lot going through our brain this week. I think we yeah. can't stay on track. We did get so Ryan Day. This, I think there's a question on people's minds last week about like uh-huh. Mayan Williams and his usage and like why he was not into the game until like basically the fourth quarter. And Ryan Day was asked like, "Is Mayan third? And he said, "No, it's like Travion and then like Chip and Mayan." I think are viewed similarly. And then there is definitely a gap there. He mentioned last week how hard Mayan ran in this game against Notre Dame, which was true. I think he will be needed this week. But Chip also gives you a lot of the same stuff, and Chip probably gives you, you know, better long speed, more more home run ability, and probably a better blocker too. So, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know that Mayan has been totally used to the same time. But having them both out at the same time against Indiana was a fun. They did do shotgun split backs for one play against Western Kentucky. Well then, yeah, we've I, been asking for it. I think that's the differentiator for Chip. Like his snap count, I think is going to be higher because of. The last part that you said there, that he is a better blocker and willing to do it. I mean, I think if you asked Mayan to help the team, he would. Is he going to do it at the same level as Chip Trainum? Almost certainly not. I mean, this guy is, I think he's the most fun all-around football player to watch on this team right now. Mm. Um, no, not with the ceiling of Marvin, not a quarterback, all that, obviously. But like Chip can do so many things to help Ohio State. Like his 
He may not touch the ball more than mine. I don't know how it's going to play out on Saturday, but he's going to be out there for a really high volume of snaps. And I, I think that we'll see more of that uh, two-back look because of the stress that that's going to put on opponents because he can do thing, things out of the backfield. He can block in front of Travion. Um, some of that stuff that we saw hinted at in August has has played out in games, certainly yep. in Indiana and last week. So something to watch for because I think that that's going to be a key part of the arsenal. Chips are very versatile. You can have them with soup. You can mm. put them on a salad, nachos. There's a thousand different ways you can use chips. Chips and salad. Salad is the second thing he said for chips. Yeah, you said salad? If you crumble <laughs> like tortilla chips That's the second salad? thing he said. <laughs> what else? Chili? <laughs> Chili is a soup, though, essentially. Salad. If you've never had tortilla chips on a salad? You I, didn't I say have, tortilla chips. You think, just said chips are very versatile. And then you said you put them in a salad. What is going on over here today? <laughs> what a bad day. Um, here's the point. <laughs> I don't know what the point is. Ohio State plays Notre Dame in a matchup game on Saturday Do we night. even talk about the game? I don't, it's, just, it's a matchup game, Bill. There's so, to talk there's about so many it. things to All talk about. All of it's about the Do game. Do you think it's a matchup game? I think Ohio State's going to win by double digits. Okay, but, but I do. Be a game, but it, right? so, like, yeah. Here's the thing: there aren't enough of them. Yep. If you are, you, okay, it's probably the Michigan is number one, Penn State is number two. This is the third most important game, and if you have a finite amount of opportunities throughout the course of the year, where you're gonna, you say you have to ratchet it up and play with more intensity. Like, obviously, this is one that you have to take more urgency and more seriously than others. They are Notre Dame is capable of winning the game. Yep. And that qualifies them as a matchup opportunity. 100%. That, that's what I Notre Dame is talented and is playing very well. On paper is it as talented as Ohio State? No. But I think like if, if Ohio State and Notre Dame both play their A game, I think Ohio State probably wins. Yeah. Notre Dame's A game I think probably beats Ohio State's B game or B minus game. Like I think Ohio State does need to be hitting. Oh, this isn't a game Ohio State can go out there and make yeah. mistakes and and let Notre Dame feel themselves and feel like they belong, you know, in the game at halftime. Like if if this is a, a game like last year when Ohio State goes into the half and it's what it was ten to seven or something like I that at so, half, yeah. right? Yeah. Ohio State's losing. That I don't feel good about it from there. I mean, that's that's when the pressure of oh my gosh, we're tightening up hits the mm-hmm. team. Um, Ryan Day, I has talked all offseason about what he learned against Georgia. Like, if he doesn't come out and show that aggression on Saturday, that's a major problem for me. And that's a major red flag, I think, for Ohio State. So, because you do have the road game at Wisconsin at night, you do have Penn State, you do have Michigan. Like, this is one of those games that it's certainly a barometer game for how this season is going to go. Ryan Day talked about how he thinks it's a much different setup than it was a year ago because it's not the season opener. And that, I think, helps Ohio State in this position because you know what Notre Dame is a year ago. You really didn't have any idea. It was Marcus Freeman's first game. You had no idea what they were going to try to do. Um, what I'm curious about is what you know. Doug was in South Bend on, on Monday and Marcus Freeman saying they're going to be more aggressive. And I, like, I don't know if I believe that they should be. But I know they, they want to be. be because you have Sam Hartman as your 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 point man now, and you feel like you can push the ball down the field where you couldn't a year ago. But I, I think that from a like, how many times out of ten does Notre Dame win this game? Three. Yeah, from three or four maybe. I, I mean, so I mean, I've seen like the FBI index, or FPI index of how well, the prediction. Stick them on. And it's like sixty-five percent Ohio yeah, State. I think so. SP plus. It's like it's less than a touchdown. It's like twenty-eight. 
or it's it maybe one point. It's like 28, 27, I think, is a projection. Uh, it, so it has the potential. To I don't be believe very, the FBI. Wow. It, it has the potential to be a really, like, classic game, I think. Right? But Yeah, yeah I think so, too. And Burn I'm, Wood. I can't, I can't wait. Loves the FBI. I can't wait to, get, over to, to get there and be a and be on the field in at Notre Dame Stadium. Like I'm super excited for it. I just think that it, you know, it's beat N D. Beat N D. Not, you know, tell everyone how great N D is. What do you want them to come out there and say? We're gonna whoop them? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I'd like to see that. What would Kirby Smart say? I don't know. I think he'd try probably try and figure Drive out who his quarterback is. Drop slow. Kirby out. All right. Well, this has been Sorry. the most snappy Jays of snap judgments this season. Big game on Saturday night. There's going to be so many more conversations about this game. I promise some will be better than this. <laughs> some may be worse. <laughs> yeah. Bold predictions is on Friday morning, so plan accordingly for that. Uh, but uh, more coming, of course, on the podcast throughout the week. Uh, and then we'll get set with some uh, podcast daily tomorrow, Buckeye Q, uh, Kings of Columbus, betting show, everything else still coming. And uh, we'll... We'll try and maybe stay focused for that, but we can't. We're all so excited because Saturday night is coming, and it's a matchup game. That's Bill Anderson. He's Berm. I'm Austin. We'll talk to you later.